Next Sunday, the readings are from the Acts of the Apostles, the first letter of St. Peter and St. John's Gospel. And in all three of them, I hear an invitation to know and trust and love the church. It's natural for us to see the church's shortcomings, but Jesus invites us to trust and love the church because it is his church. We are his church. There's a mystical reality here. It's not obvious on the surface, so we have to look deeper. And in the Gospel of John, Jesus invites us to look below the surface, first of all, in regard to himself when he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you know me, you know the Father too. From this moment, you know him and have seen him. We're, we're already being called to live by faith here. We know Jesus, therefore we know the Father and have seen him. And then the call comes to go even deeper and, become, and it becomes more demanding. I tell you most solemnly, there's something serious coming when Jesus says that. I tell you most solemnly, whoever believes in me will perform the same works as I do myself. He will perform even greater works because I am going to the Father. This is an incredible thing. Shocking. The ones who believe in Jesus, that is, his church, will perform even greater works than Jesus because he's going to the Father and from the heart of God, he will guide them, he will live in them. Then the reading from the Acts of the Apostles. It tells how the little group of first Christians faced their first crisis. They were only human and there was trouble and division between Greeks and Hebrews. The Greek widows weren't getting their fair share from the common fund. Either the Hebrews majority were being greedy and unfair or the Greeks were being paranoid. But one way or another, we see the human reality, the sinful reality of the church then just like now. They asked for guidance of the Holy Spirit in that instance and they were moved to appoint seven men as deacons to look after those things. And then we hear the word of the Lord continued to spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem was greatly increased and a large group of priests made their submission to the faith. That early church community, it was beset by division because it was human. The word of the Lord, its message, continued to spread and attract people because it was divine. And so it is. When Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. He is talking about the church in every age, him living in his church in our age. In the second reading, St. Peter talks about the church as a spiritual house. And he hits the nail on the head about how we're to live that reality. Listen to this. The Lord is the living stone, rejected by men, but chosen by God and precious to him. Set yourselves close to him, so that you too, the holy priesthood that offers the spiritual sacrifices which Jesus Christ has made acceptable to God, may be living stones, making a spiritual house. Again, this is a mystical vision of our lives as the church and it would repay taking time and mulling over that word by word. Jesus, our great high priest, is the living stone. And when we set ourselves close to him, 
We are living stones, making a spiritual house. Nobody better than St. Peter could understand the weakness, the betrayal that are part of the human condition and part of the church. And that same Peter doesn't hesitate to say that we are a holy priesthood. And when we set ourselves close to Christ, we become living stones, making the church a spiritual house. We're called to live in a mystical way. And when we do, we will realize and we will be the church that has Jesus as its cornerstone.